All right, so we are recording. We're going to talk a little bit about fourth density today, and hopefully it can get us a better idea of how we can embody that fourth density understanding on how things work in the universe. So and kind of put that an action in our own life. Okay. All right. So this is interesting, actually. And let's talk about this one for a second about how um, fourth density individuals can appear to us. So this is session 12, section uh, question 17. Uh, does an individual in the fourth density normally appear or are they normally invisible to us? And that's a really good question. Um, so us being down here in the third density, how would a fourth density individual or entity appear to us? They answer, uh, the use of the word normal is one that befuddles the meaning of the question. <laughs> so, and that's a great point, because what is normal? Um, so they, they actually say, let us rephrase for clarity. The fourth density is, by choice, not visible to third density. It is possible for fourth density to be visible. However, it is not the choice of the fourth density entity to be visible due to the necessity for concentration upon a rather difficult vibrational complex, which is third density you experience. So, I mean, in my opinion, the, the, the energy is pretty thick here. Um, and they don't necessarily like to appear in such a dense environment to us. So I think this is where they would probably um, catalyze the use of our dreams and visions and those type of things uh, or through um, um, telepathy in that. The answer are visible, Margie says. Yeah, and I think it probably requires two people that probably already kind of embody a certain level of higher vibration, either consciously or physically if that makes sense. So um, this makes me wonder, I mean, if we were to go to inner earth right now, would we see anything? Uh, of course they are um, in, in a type of a, a temporal bubble too as well. So uh, interesting that. Okay. Um, we want to really focus on things that are more density. Okay, this is another great question. And it's kind of one that I think all of us are afraid to ask. Okay, I posted two there, and we'll go through both of them. Um, so this section uh, 63, question 20. Uh, now, as this transition continues into fourth density activation, in order to inhabit this fourth density sphere, it will be necessary for all third density physical bodies to go through the process which we refer to as death. Is this correct? And Ra says, yes. So this is interesting, and um, I always have trouble figuring out if it means, yes, it says death. However, through some type of near-death experience, can we still um, experience a fourth density sphere? I absolutely do believe that once we all pass away in this life, that our next life would hopefully be um, in fourth density Earth. So, and that's, that is what we are trying to lay the groundwork for right now. Um, I'm trying to lay the groundwork by uh, the garden and maybe turning it into some type of community garden. Um, and hopefully, my hope is that that will last for a few generations and teaching my kids the importance of being in community and learning how to do that as well for themselves. Uh, once we get, you know, to that point, because by the time they're teenagers, this world is not going to be the same. So, and I just wonder what life is going to be like 
for them at my age and their children as well. So, um, yeah. And so, actually, let me go back a little bit because I want to go further into that particular topic. Let's go further into it a little bit. That one definitely needs to be expanded on a little bit. So I'm going to skip the next part that I already copied. So, okay. So the next would be, are there any inhabitants at this time, this fourth density sphere, who have already gone through this process? and is now being populated. Okay, so that's a great, great point. This was channel in the early 80s sometime. So he, they're pretty much insinuating that this process is already happening. So Ross says, yeah, this is correct. Only in the very, say, uh, in the very recent past. So in the 80s or late 70s, I guess is um and this is where they talk about the dual bodies i find the dual bodies like super interesting so then uh don asks i would assume this population is from other plants since the harvesting has not yet occurred on the planet is it from planets where the harvesting has already occurred is this correct ross says yes this is correct so somewhere on another planet uh that was once third density they themselves had went through a third fourth transition and they passed away from third density and they are incarnating on this this planet for fourth density you know i will take my own children for example i truly truly believe they are they are fourth density and they are here to inhabit and if not help start kickstart fourth density earth um some of your children um i see it in some of my friends children and you know sometimes just random children you know that we meet you know out in the world i'm like man they are fourth density i just know it so um so then the next question would be then are these entities visible to us could i see one of them would he walk upon our surface okay and the answer is we have discussed this these entities are in dual bodies at this time so this is where they talk about the dual bodies, as I said. Um, so then they go on to ask this particular concept is very difficult for me to understand. It's something that I'm afraid uses, uh, requires some rather dumb questions. Um, okay, as the fourth density sphere is activated, there is heat energy being generated. I assume this heat, gener heat energy is generated in the third density sphere only is this correct so ross says this is correct um and then it says the exper experiential distortions of each dimensions are discrete um so let's copy and paste the next question Okay, next question was session 63, question 25. Then at some point in the future, the fourth density sphere will be fully activated. What is the difference between full activation and partial activation for this sphere? You know what? I want to make a point really quick before I answer this. So we were just talking before the recording about the millennials and the Gen Z not wanting to work and, you know, me coming to the realization finally that I was being judgmental and that that's what they're supposed to do. They are revolting against the system. It's not they don't want to work. They're just uh, here to, um, they're really dead set on the human experience and communities and that type of thing. And these individuals were born after the eighties. So they're saying that, you know, um, in, in the eighties is whenever these dual body individuals started coming in. So I just kind of wanted to point that out first. Um, so right answer is at this time, the cosmic influxes are conducted to true green core particles being formed. 
and material of this nature thus being formed. However, there is a mixture of this nature. I'm sorry, there is a mixture of the yellow ray and green ray environments at this time, necessitating the birthing of transitional mind-body-spirit complex types of energy distortions at full activation of the true green ray density of love. The planetary sphere will be solid and inhabitable upon its own, and the birthing that takes place will have been transformed to the process of time, shall we say, to the appropriate type of vehicle to appreciate in full the fourth density planetary environment. Thus, the nexus of the green ray environment exists to far greater extent in time space than in, than in space time. Okay. Yeah. People say the new energy grid is already being formed. It is, and I think the new energy grid is this green ray energy that's coming in. Yeah, the language is a little thick, but they are trying to explain it in a process that they understand. So, um, hmm. I will go ahead and post this next question just because I know we, we as a lot of us here discuss like the difference between time, space, and space time. Now, I'm not sure they give a really clear answer. We can talk about it. Um, the next question was, uh, could you describe the difference that you are speaking of with respect to time, space, and space time? For the sake of your understanding, we will use the working definition of inner planes. There is a great deal of subtlety invested in this sound vibration complex, but it by itself will perhaps fulfill your present need. So when I'm thinking of the two, I'm always thinking of space time. You know, we live in third dimensional space, one dimension time, or time is just, uh, it's one way. and we have three dimensions of space wrapped around us. That's what we see. So when I'm thinking of time space, I'm thinking of a place where we see time wrapped around us in three dimensions, past, present, and future, and one dimension space. And I, it really reminds me of the movie Interstellar at the very end, whenever he's in this area where literally time is wrapped around him instead of space. And he's able to kind of go through time and pick the appropriate um, uh, place and time that he's meeting at that moment. So, okay. Let's go back a little bit. So we did talk about that question a little bit more as far as, you know, physical death, that type of thing. It does make me feel better that we may have very well already been through the process of third, fourth density transition, and we are here to kickstart, you know, the fourth density experience. I believe that's for my children and others' children as well. So, okay. All right, so this is an interesting one because uh, they do talk about negative versus positive, like the transition and the difference between the two. Oh, hey, Craig, how are you? The crystal children, yeah. And my generation was is supposed to be called the indigo children. Um, and then the generations after me, I've heard being called uh, rainbow children or crystal children. I, it's all labels, to be honest, but I can see how they came to those labels for sure. Okay, okay. So, session 66, question 30. The planet has a certain set of conditions prior to transition into fourth density, that is in late third density. And then the conditions are different in early fourth density. Could you give me an example of a negatively polarized planet and the conditions in late third density 
and early fourth-ity. So I can see how they change. And that's a really great question because uh, it's asking, in, in the example of uh, a planet that's undergoing into collectively um, fourth density negative, you know, like what are the conditions then? Uh, but they answer in a very interesting way. The vibrations from third to fourth density change on a negatively oriented planet precisely as they do upon a positively oriented planet, meaning they go through the same process. With fourth density negative comes many abilities and possibilities of which you are familiar. The fourth density is more dense and it is far more difficult to hide the true vibrations of the mind-body-spirit complex. This enables fourth density negatives as well as positives, the chance to form a social memory complex. It enables negatively oriented entities the opportunity for a different set of parameters with which to show their power over others and to be of service to the self. The conditions are the same as far as the vibrations are concerned. So we go through the entire same catalyst apparently. And and we you know, the law one talks about that in many other ways. And we each have a choice. The choice is ours to make. Are we going to choose to try to control others and to serve only ourselves? Or are we going to choose to find that balance, okay, because we we do know that it's 51% service to others that's required for positive. So are we going to choose to see the value in helping others? Are we going to see the value in working together on things, on sharing, on teaching each other and understanding that even in times of conflict with each other or confrontation or whatever it is, that we have, we each, both sides have valuable um, lessons to be learned and work together on learning those and on healing karma, healing trauma, um, teaching others how to uh, grow food, teaching others how to um, yeah, do the same as far as healing and working on ourselves and understand that each of us have a role to play in some type of uh, community or the world. So, in general, uh, so the choice is ours. The choice is ours. And I do see I, someone love one that talks about um, you know, it almost, right when we're at that point where we're right on that border between third and fourth, it looks like completely negative. It looks completely dark because everybody's doing these this purging process and in that purging process lies our choice i believe to be of service to others or to be of service to self and a lot of one says there's no wrong choice either way either way is a path and it's not a wrong one um it's up to you it's up to us yeah i'm purging as well and i'm seeing a lot of it uh and others as well and i one of my lessons is patience. <laughs> um, and still, while I'm purging myself, still have the availability and the calmness to help others while they're purging. Um, that's a that's a lesson. So, yeah, yeah, and we call the negative out. Um, and sometimes, though. We do see, at least I do. I don't. I can't speak for everyone, I guess. But sometimes I'm like, they're just going to end up destroying themselves. Why do I need to interfere? <laughs> so, you know, it just depends on what it is. I so um, <clears throat> take our cue from Paris and see together by the millions. I agree. Uh, you know, and speaking of that, so I went to town the other day. Um, my little one has had a cold, so I went up to get him some medicine and some Vicks VapoRub and things to kind of make him feel better. Got him a jar of honey. And uh, when I was going into town, I saw um, some of the 
some of the um, workers union on strike and the laborers union on strike. So um, I went, got what I needed and came back and talked to them. And I said, I just wanted to, you know, see what you guys were striking about and seeing what you guys were doing. I wanted to read your sign and tell you thank you for standing up for what was right. And uh, he said, thank you. I appreciate it. They they stole our jobs from us and, you know, just all kinds of, uh, it was just terrible what they were doing. But anyway, I told him thank you for standing up for what was right. I told him I was a nurse. It's been on strike for two years, you know, because of everything going on there and he proceeded to tell me that yeah the world is in a very very bad place right now and i said yes yes it is i said but you know it's going to take people like you and me to stand up for what for what is right and he agreed so i mean people are realizing that there's something going on um it's a matter of getting together and getting the job done and this was just i didn't know this guy random people striking and i decided to stop and talk to them so <laughs> yep, we're all doing our massive purge right now. Okay. So let's move on to let me see. I'm talking about fourth and city. Fifth and city. And this is uh interesting too. I feel like we talked about this one before. But I'm going to talk about it again. Talk about once we do get to fourth density. Uh, session 43. Question 29. I, I was wondering if, if the mechanism of teach learning was the same rel relatively that in fourth density. From what you say, it appears necessary for first the call to exist for teach learning of fifth density to be given to four just as a call must exist here before fourth density lessons are given to third uh okay they answer the query is misguided for experience in fourth density is uh, empathetically not the same as third density experience However, it is correct in the same mechanism of calling predisposes the information received in any way consistent with free will. So this is interesting and I'll go over it a little bit. So it's talking about, um, you know, once we do kind of embody that fourth density, would we then get lessons in fifth density? And I know elsewhere they say, yes, this is correct. Like once we um, kind of uh, take on the consciousness of uh, fourth density, you know, we, we do start getting lessons, and I believe the fifth density is wisdom. Is that right? Let's see. We have fourth density, which is love and understanding, the fifth being wisdom, I believe, sixth being light, or am I wrong? And fifth is wisdom, there we go, which makes sense. I mean, the fifth chakra is our voice chakra. A throat chakra, um, we would want to speak wisdom. Okay, the next one is pretty quick. It's pretty interesting. Okay. So they ask um, Can you state the average of a lifespan in the fourth density of your space time? And I believe. Nope, I think they're talking about just fourth density in general, space time. Okay. The space time incarnation typical of harmonious fourth density is approximately 90,000 of your years as you measure time. And they put an important note in there as you measure time. What I truly believe once we kind of get over that cusp, get over that quarter into or is that all margie says oh no you know just a couple of ninety thousand years um i truly believe once we kind of jump do like a quantum jump into fourth density um we're not going to be experiencing time the same way that we have before i don't believe that our perception is going to be the same 
And that's why they kind of put it as, as you measure time now. <laughs> so, yeah, 90,000 year party. My goodness. Okay, and this one kind of follows up from what we were talking about earlier. You want to make this note for sure. Need a lot of activities for 90,000 years. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a lot of human experience for sure. Okay, session 63, question 14. So you are saying then that for the transition from third to fourth, for one of the entities with double activated bodies, so it's talking about an entity coming in uh, with both uh, a third density and a fourth density <clears throat> double activated body. So um, we'll go through the process of what we call death. Is this correct? And they say the third and fourth combination density's body will die according to the necessity of third density mind-body-spirit distortions. So we're still going to pass away as according to third density. I'm still going to get old and die at 104 years old and um, so on and so forth. Um, uh, and, and my body is going to decompose those decomposed just as well as we believed it had before so they they add though we may respond to the heart of your questioning by noting that the purpose of such combined activation of mind body spirit complexes is that such entities to some extent consciously are aware of those forced density understandings <clears throat> excuse me which third density is unable to remember due to the forgetting. Thus, fourth density experience may be begun with the added attraction to an entity uh, oriented towards service to others. Uh, dwelling in a tr troubled third density environment and offering its love and compassion. Okay, and I cut off the next one, but I'm gonna go ahead and copy and paste it again, but that's interesting, okay? Consciously are aware, those who are consciously aware of those fourth density understandings. Okay. Fourth density experience may begin with added attraction to an entity towards service to others. I just, it, it, it really just helps us understand that we're going through, but it does say they will have a troubled third density environment. Okay, but still be offering its love and compassion. So. Yeah, we can't skip densities. I wish we could. But just doesn't, uh, doesn't happen like that. Okay. Okay, let me copy the rest of that I seem to have accidentally cut it off so I want you guys to read this a lifelong partnership for 90,000 years that is a long time to be married to somebody um anyway so session 66 question 7 what about the ones with dual not the wanderers, but the harvested and dual activated third and fourth density bodies entities. Are they able to heal using um, using the techniques that we have discussed? And uh, I have to go back and see what techniques they're talking about. I think they're talking about the crystal healing and the self-healing abilities. Um, and they answer, in many cases, this is so. But as beginners of fourth density, the desire may not be present yet. So, um, and they're talking about the individuals that have uh, already been through third forest transition on a different planet and are here incarnated for fourth density. So I think, yeah, it makes you think. Okay. All right, the next one is 
pretty good. Yeah, Margie makes it a good point here. You know, think of the chakras as density. So first, first density would be equal to um, your root chakra rounded to the earth. Uh, that's your bacterial life and some of the plant life in that. Then you have your second density, which is the animals and things that are discovering identity. You know, you pet a dog and it it has the option of understanding they're petting me. I am me. You know, understanding that it's a conscious being. Uh, then you have third density, which is um, your your solar chakra, and that's your power, giving power to your consciousness. Um, and uh, then you then you go up to fourth density, which is green ray, and that's love and understanding, and so on and so forth. So, um, <clears throat> so session ninety, question five. You stated previously that fifth density entities bear resemblance to those of us in third density on the planet, but fourth density does not. Could you describe fourth density entities and why they do not resemble us? Uh, the description must be baited under the law of confusion. So law of confusion is also what they call the law of free will. Um, the cause for a variety of so-called physical vehicles is the remaining variety of heritage from second density physical vehicular forms. The process of what you call physical evolution continues to hold sway into fourth density only when the ways of wisdom have begun to refine the power of what you may loosely call thought is to form the physical complex manifestation more nearly under the direction of the consciousness so they're choosing yeah that's kind of wordy <laughs> i was almost going to say something like they're kind of choosing the the, the vehicular form uh, but they do kind of base it off of physical evolution so you know going into uh the answer a little bit i mean they do kind of look like us i mean they're just taller and um you know, thinner, uh, I believe. I think as they get older, they even grow taller. Uh, but they're very thin. They're very pale. I think there's some groups that are darker complected. Uh, but they, you know, if if and ever this area was ever right that evolution did occur from an ape-like creature, you know, then they're still taking on those forms. So um, I'll let you guys pick up pick that one apart as well but it does say only when the ways of wisdom have begun to refine the power so that would be when they're starting their fifth density lessons um then they thought forms the physical complex under the direction of consciousness which is thought so i hope that makes sense So fifth, you don't have to be antibiotic. You know, that may be what they're saying, Margie. And I know I've had dreams of like an, an entity that's a, it, it's a, it sort of seemed like plasma and it took the shape of a human-like humanoid you know there was no facial features there was nothing like that um but i could tell like it was like making itself into the shape of a humanoid so that it wouldn't like cause me anxiety or something like that like i don't think that's what they actually appeared actually looked like so um that's interesting you said that you know i think you're right that is what they're saying as wisdom would be the fifth density. When they near the fifth density, they're able to kind of, under the direction of the consciousness, manifest the physical complex. If you kind of like Yoda, read it a little bit and kind of flip it around a little bit, you know, then maybe we can understand it. Got to be some Yodas in here. Okay. Okay. 
All right, let's go over this one. This one's gonna be interesting. You can choose in fifth. That is kind of what they're saying, isn't it? All right, so like the blue avians, kind of, yeah? It's very possible. Okay. Our rod, the rods themselves. Yeah, and Rod says, you know, I wanted they they had like a golden luster while they appeared here. Yeah, but that was in Egyptian times. So which makes sense. Um I know there's a lot of hieroglyphs in that, um, that kind of depict those type of uh, entities. Um so session sixty-three, question twenty-seven. I will make this statement and you correct me. What we have is our planet is spiraled by the spiraling action of an entire major galaxy as the big wheel in the sky, great, great song, by the way, turns and our planetary system spirals into the new position. The fourth density vibrations have become more and more pronounced. These atomic core vibrations begin to create more and more completely. The green, that is, the green core vibrations complete more and more completely into fourth density sphere, and the fourth density bodily complexes for inhabitation and of that sphere. Is that correct? Okay, so mostly correct or partially correct is what they say. To be corrected is the concept of the creation of green ray density bodily complexes. This creation will be gradual and will take place beginning with your third density type of physical vehicle and go through the means of bisexual reproduction. Become by evolutionary processes the fourth density complexes. So they're basically reiterating like the whole evolution um, theory here to us. But I think the whole entire purpose of that statement is, yes, it does occur because of the spiraling-like action from creator, but there's a physical component to it as well. So, sounds like cool bisexual reproduction, yeah. Yeah, there is a creator component, but there's also a physical uh, component um, by, you know, the creators and a side of ourselves as well. So, yeah. Pretty interesting stuff. It don't, it'll be gradual, it says, too. And this is just, I mean, we've seen it time and time again. I mean, if the evolutionary theories here that we, we are being taught are correct, I mean, we can see the evolutionary process and that works exactly the same in humans. I mean, a hundred years ago, our foreheads weren't quite as pronounced. A um, hundred years ago, um, the the average lifespan was half. I mean, a couple hundred years ago, the average lifespan was half of what it was today. Um, you know, I've thought about this time and time again. I mean, how did, how, not what did people think a couple hundred years ago or even a hundred years ago, but how did people think? How were they thinking? What was their um, thinking process uh, before the time of internet and while they were out in nature growing their own food? You know, what was their thinking process? Um, those type of things. So. Yeah, the Anshar do have families, male and female. Now, I think they choose a more um, um, community setting for raising their families, but it is still the same male and female of what we have now. Absolutely. Now, to me, you know, I often thought about the whole evolutionary process from here on out. You know, we're going to have more community settings, I think, especially with the newer generations coming in. 
Uh, it's almost like we're going to be back in tribal settings again, to be honest with you. Um, and uh, I think it's a great thing. I think it's what we need to do to get ourselves back out in nature again and learn how to help each other again. I'm super duper excited about it. I just wish the old would fall away and let's just get on with it. Let's get on with it. <laughs> I can see us, you know, beginning to do that and striving for that. And I'm super proud. I know we've got a lot of work to do, but we're getting there. All right, let's move on to another one. I'll do a couple more. When you have a meeting coming up, I do need to get ready for Okay, okay. It talks about Ooh, I want to go over this one and the next one. All right. So, session 43, question 18. The mechanism of, shall we say, a social catalyst due to the necessary necessity for feeding the body is an active and fourth density. Is this correct? And this is incorrect. The fourth density being desires to serve and the preparation of foodstuffs is extremely simple due to the increased communion between entity and living foodstuff. Therefore, uh, this is not this is not a significant catalyst, but rather a simple precondition of the space-time experience. The catalyst involved is a necessity for the ingestion of foodstuffs. This is not considered to be of importance by third density entities, um, and it therefore aids in the teach learning of patients. So they're using the um, the need for eating food as a catalyst for patients, which is super cool. So we can start embodying that. So anytime we have to eat, we can understand that it is a test for patients. Like we have to stop serving other people and stop um, uh, serving for a minute and sit down and eat. That is a test for patients. I mean, sometimes I I find myself doing that. I'm running around doing things, laundry, garden, you know, cleaning rooms or whatever, and I forget to eat. Well, maybe I should understand that I got to stop for a second. And that in itself can teach me to have patience. And if I teach myself to have patience, then I will have patience elsewhere and in different settings that may be of more importance. So in the time that I need it, I will have that patience because I have taught myself that patience by having you actually sit down and eat. I know I did that a lot as a nurse. I mean, gosh, there was like a billion days where I didn't eat lunch because I'm like, no, I gotta, I gotta go here. I gotta see this person. I gotta see this person. I gotta get this person's vitals. I've gotta make sure they get their antibiotic. You know, um, and I didn't eat lunch, so maybe I should have understood the whole patience thing. Yep. See, in the intro, do they still eat food, but it's all natural, it's all grown in green areas, and I do believe they use some type of light and frequency to grow their food, which is, I've tried to recreate that here uh, with singing balls, I get, I talk to them, I talk to the plants, I give them singing bass, singing ball bass, excuse me, um, that type of thing. I definitely need to learn patience, so I think that could be a really important meal. Okay, so the next one is talking about the double bodies again. Uh, they also have 
a crystal based grow medium, I believe. Yeah, you may be right on that. Something about light and frequency and crystals and that. So that is something that I thought about doing too, is, is placing some of my crystals in the soil out there. Um, and say, charging the crystals like the loved one says to, or how the loved one says to, and then placing them in the, the soil. That might be an interesting thing. So I might try that actually. Hmm. Okay, so session 63, question 13. Now these entities incarnate into their density vibratory body. I am trying to understand how this transition takes from pl takes place from third to fourth. I will take the example of one of these entities of which we are speaking who is now in a third density body. He will grow older and then it will be necessary that he die from third density physical body and reincarnate in a fourth density body for that transition. And as we've said before, Ross says that some of this is already being done. Now these entities are, okay, these entities are those incarnating with what you call a double body and activation. It will be noted that the entities birthing these four density entities experience a great feeling of shall we say the connection and use of spiritual energies during pregnancy this is due to the necessity for manifesting the double body this transitional body is one which shall we say able to appreciate force density vibratory complexes as the streaming increases without the accompanying disruption of third density body if a third density entity were, shall we say, electrically aware of fourth density in full, the third density electrical fields would fail due to incompatibility. There you go, Craig. There is that paragraph I know we've been searching for. I know we've talked about it before and we just couldn't find it, but here we go. Here it is. So they are saying, entities birthing these fourth density entities experience a great feeling of the connection and the use of the spiritual energies during pregnancy super cool so when i think of this i think of um mary and jesus i think of isis and horus i think of all those um stories which i do believe that it is happening again um you know and all of you here that are women that have had children especially during this time i think you can probably connect to that one sentence there i know with my own children um it was after um i guess with all of my children i felt that but with my middle child i had that's when i had my massive spiritual awakening and then my youngest, I had this urge that I wanted to get my Reiki master in the middle of my pregnancy with him. Um, and I wasn't taking no for an answer. I mean, I went all the way through it. It's just amazing uh, things that are happening right now. And then you've got this, if a third density were aware, electrically aware of fourth density in full, the third density electrical fields would fail due to compatibility and this is where i where i kind of it is my own assumption and my own distortion of it but it's almost if you were exposed to fourth density energy in full without being ready for it it would almost be like um being struck by lightning um and it, it's interesting that you know frank kelly margie i think you said he did get struck by lightning and all of a sudden he came back with uh, some abilities and experiences um, and just a lot of other spiritual things and that so uh, we do live in, ele in an electrical universe we are electrical beings we are um, magnetic and electrical the earth is electromagnetic you know it, it's a uh, it all connects when you think about it She was actually immaculated to carry, yeah, and they say 
I think virgin was a title. I don't think it was a, the virgin that we think of today. Virgin was a title given to women that were spiritually pure, consciously pure. She grew up, she grew up in temples, I believe. Not much story given to Mary in the Baptist Christian religion and all. I really wish we would have covered her more often. Uh, because honestly, they, um, uh, the only thing that I remember, uh, grandpa was a deacon. So, and grandma taught Bible study. The only parts that I remember being taught about Mary was Jesus's birth and that she was at his, um, his death at his crucifixion. That is the only parts in our section of that religion that was, uh, discussed about Mary. So um sparkle fingers unite. <laughs> right. Oh, I love that show. Yeah, she was definitely a higher being and not enough credit is given to her in some of these religions. So we really need to understand what the divine feminine was about. Um and you know make sure the men understand that they too have a portion of the divine feminine as well so it is a divine feminine that brings um balance balance i think that's the key is balance that's okay mr romeo thanks for jumping on i appreciate it i know it's late where you are Yeah, I mean, we've got uh, women that are still being oppressed in different parts of the world. Um, I know in America, we had the women's suffrage event happening in the early 1900s and that. And just so you all know, you know, in the United States, it wasn't always that women had rights. I mean, you'd think that one little document signed in 1776 would have given women some rights too, but it actually did not. Uh, We had to fight for our right to vote. We had to fight for our right to work. Um, and this didn't happen until the early 1900s. So um, quite interesting. So the land of the free wasn't necessarily the land of the free. It, it had a little excerpt in there that said all men are created equal. And I think they actually meant all men, not all men and women. So. Yeah. Um, Let's go ahead and stop the recording.